Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast on everything. We have a great episode today. CJ is with us yet again. This is the AFC and NFC Championship episode podcast for the 2022 season. What we're going to first do is go back a week and just recap, I would say, the greatest weekend in football of all time, not including Super Bowls. Um, CJ, what did you think about last week with the uh, with the divisional games? Uh, great games, man. But every game I watched was good. I, I mean, even the Cincinnati game, I didn't I didn't watch the whole game. Um, I caught pieces of it, but you know that that Bills game, uh, Bills and Chiefs, and then the I mean, even the Rams and the and the Bucks game, which looked like it was going to be lopsided, looked like it was going to kind of be like you know, over at halftime. Um, two really good games. Um, I would agree. I, I mean, at least best best weekend of football I've seen in my lifetime. You know what I mean? <laughs> I can't speak on, like, you know, games in the 80s, but I know those were two two great games. I mean, all the games were great, really. Yeah. Um, let's break but, them down one by one. Since, yeah, let's do it that way. Yeah, yeah there were four four games. Start off with the – the Bengals, the number four seed against top seeded Tennessee, which a lot of people said we're going to win the Super Bowl with Henry being back. And yeah. um, Evan McPherson hits a 52 yard field goal to win it for Cincinnati, 19 to 16. Tennessee had uh, nine sacks, ties a record, but loses at home for uh, at least a second straight year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you watch this game? Yeah, I seen some of the game. Um, I didn't watch the whole game. I, I, like, and it's weird. I didn't. I seen like middle of the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then I seen towards the end. Um, but you know, I mean, t- I seen Tannehill make you know some bad throws. Um, with you know with the game on the line, but I didn't watch it enough to really like have a good consensus on it. But you know, I, I did pick the Titans to win. I thought Derrick Henry would. Uh, you know, make the difference, but he didn't even lead the team in, in rushing, you know? Um, so, and, and I do know, and I seen two of them. There were three times where uh, the Titans needed one yard to get a first down and they didn't get it, <laughs> um, which is shot. You know, you, they got one of the best run blocking lines and then they got Derrick Henry. So you think that's a no brainer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a little, I'm a little disappointed in this one because I, I picked Tennessee and uh, I just thought they, they had a better team. But, you know, props to Joe Burrow for getting sacked, what, eight or nine times and um, just still getting it done, man. I, he, that kid's unbelievable. Yeah, I uh, I didn't really tune in until midway in the third, and I saw that it was fairly close. And I was like, wow, this is a different game. I'll just keep it on in the background. And it got – Closer and closer, and then you know it drew me in because it was sixteen sixteen, and Cincinnati's marching, and I'm like, is Cincinnati going to make like an upset of Tennessee? Like, like this right, is right. crazy, and and they did, and I had no idea that that was going to be probably the worst game over the weekend. <laughs> 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 you know, but like doing that, I was like, wow, my butt, my I had so many people that were jumping on Tennessee's bandwagon as the team to beat that no one's looking at and to see him go out one game in again 
Yeah. Like, that, like I, I should have seen it coming, or we should have seen it coming, because I think they lost the Jets and some other teams that right, a number right. one seed shouldn't lose to. That, But, you know, they still ended up being the number one team. But, yeah. like, I've been saying this for a while. Like, Tannehill, I've always thought of him as not – a playoff caliber quarterback that's going to win you anything of significance. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see what Tennessee does in this offseason if they stay with them or they try to do the open market because Derek Carr is out there, Russell Wilson's out there. Yeah. I see. I don't know, man. You know, obviously I've seen him up close and personal for years. I always thought he needed um, a good run game and a good defense to kind of be successful. I never thought he was somebody who could like carry a team. I did like him. I still like him. I think he's, I still think he's like a top. 15 quarterback 12 top 12 top 15 quarterback I don't, I don't think he's you know I don't think he's a top five guy top seven guy um but it'll be interesting I, so I watched a podcast with uh Taylor Taylor Luan that's how you say it right his uh his left that's tackle that. his left tackle or he might even be a right tackle now because I know he was left tackle for a while maybe they moved him but you know he he really stood behind Tannehill on that podcast I watched it last night um, and, you know, he just – he and he brings up a good point. He kind of transformed that that franchise. So it would be interesting to see if they kind of quickly give him competition and dismiss him because mm-hmm. yeah, that franchise didn't really have much going for him when he got there. You know, I mean, they had Marcus Mariota. I, I won't say it's not Derrick Henry's team, but as far as the quarterback position is concerned, he really, like, brought a lot they didn't have and kind of, you know, they they built their way up these last few years. But – the thing is, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised they lost this game because, again, I've said this, and maybe this makes me look bad in how we've done it. I didn't believe in the Bengals. Um, I still really don't. But, you know, obviously they come to play and they're going to be around. But, uh, I, yeah, I didn't really think Tennessee was, like, a true one seed. I mean, I thought Buffalo or Kansas City should be the one seed. It just, you know, I mean, that's just how the schedule shook out. Uh, so I'm not surprised that they're not going to Super Bowl. But I am surprised they lost the Bengals. Yeah, and um, we'll talk about the Bengals more because they just keep surprising everybody. Yeah, for sure. Uh, um, the other game on Saturday was the NFC. It was our lock of the week, by the way, yeah. which was the <laughs> Niners against the the uh, Green Bay Packers, the other number one seed. And the Packers end up winning on a 45-yard field goal as time expires the second game in a row to have a game-winning field goal as time expires at the number one – both the number one teams are out. But yeah. this this game, to me, it was more of the Packers losing it than the Niners winning it, to me. Yeah. And we had this game covered until, like, the last five minutes of this game, just for every right, listener right. right here. Like, we were, we were covering <laughs> yeah. this game. We're giving up five-and-a-half points. But the Packers had a field goal blocked. Uh, a punt block that was returned for a touchdown. And then they had two kickoff returns that were returned for 30 plus yards. <laughs> yeah. And, you Which know, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know their such teams was that bad. Yeah. I didn't realize they were the worst in the league. I found that who out afterwards. until it blows up, right? Until it blows <laughs> up in your face. Who knows? Yeah. And it was just like, it was all these stupid mistakes. And you're like, this is why they're not blowing them out. The, the Niners were had like 50-some yards like going into the third quarter, and it was a seven-point game. And yeah. it should have been at least 10 at that time. 
Right. right. Maybe even 13 if you take away the, uh, the long, uh, pick return. But it was just like, dude, man, like other Packers, a team that always chokes in the playoffs, or they just run into like a hot team and bad luck. Like, like what are your thoughts on the game and, and that? Yeah, that was a good game. So I watched that whole game. It's, you know, it was a boring game in some ways, but <laughs> but it was a good game. Uh, obviously, I picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl, so it was a bad weekend for me that way. Uh, but you know, I, it's funny because I actually went back and forth with somebody somebody about this in the barber shop uh, yesterday, and we were going back and forth, and they were like, you know, San Francisco like lucked into that. You know, they didn't they didn't really do anything, and I'm like, listen, man. At the end of the day, good defenses matter. Right. Like, and San Francisco does have a good defense. You know, Aaron Rodgers, they were, the Packers had 10 points, right? 10 points. And uh, he had zero passing touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it's like this, this is a guy who we're saying he's like arguably a shoe in for MVP this year or was or what, you know, whatever. I don't know how this impacts it. But, and then in, in a time of need, they deliver 10 points, one of the most explosive offenses, you know, in the league. So, yeah, and and I think you said the first week, like, well, you know, Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. I think you said something about that, and I was like, nah, man, like this is the year. You know, this is the year they're going to get it done. So, you know, I don't know, man. A lot of people, a lot of people blame Aaron Rodgers because he spent all week like going on interviews and talking about, you know, his own his self, I guess. Um, but I don't know. I mean, defense matters, man. I mean, San, San Francisco is a gritty team. They're a gritty team. They show up. They play tough. They they try and run the ball. They try and stop you from running the ball. I mean, am I surprised they won? Yeah, I'm, I'm still surprised they won. Um, but I mean, you know, that's what you want. You want a team that's gonna hold the do do what they can do on defense, keep the game close, and you know, win when it matters. And like one big thing I always say in football is like, if you don't put teams away when you have the opportunity anything can happen in the end. And I, I think that was a, a prime example of that. Yeah. And yeah, the Niners, they weren't that much better than them on defense. They weren't better than them on offense, but they found, they found a way to win. Yeah. And, and they did that again, two weeks in a row. They did it with Dallas. They found a way to win when they needed to. Yeah. Really three, and, right? Because like the going into the playoffs, didn't they? They they were down like twenty twenty one points or something. I think so, and they needed yeah, to win. They, yeah, against, they came uh, back from against the Rams. Actually, <laughs> yeah, they they were <laughs> down we'll like about. fourteen or twenty one, and they came back to win that game. So really, yeah, it's yeah. been like a three three four week thing. Yeah, um, and now they're in the AFC NFC Championship game for the second time in three years, and now you're looking and not just a, a flash in the pan Niners team, but right, like, right, all right, like. How good are they? Because last year they were hurt, and now they're back again. It's like, all right, this might be a team. Might need to start talking about for the next yeah. couple of years. They got that. They seem to have that core ready. Yeah, looks like we're hiring their coordinator though. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe 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 that helps us. But yeah, no, I mean, I don't know, man. I just think they're a tough, gritty team. I think they they play. You know, they play like I thought Tennessee would play, and I don't want to take anything away from Tennessee. Tennessee had a, had a pretty good game. Like I said, they had like nine sacks or something, but they just play tough, and they don't make a lot of mistakes, and, you know, they believe in their offense and what they got. You know, they're not a high-scoring offense. They don't score a lot, but, you know, defense matters. I mean, 
end of the day, defense matters. They got one of the better defenses in the league. And, yeah. you know, I think they, they the, and this is the guy at barbershop was arguing with me like, man, it was a fluke win. Like that's, it's just a fluke win. I'm like, okay, so what about the Cowboys game? You know? Oh, well, that was a fluke too. That stuff only happens once. Well, they beat both of them. They beat two of the top seeds. Like, what are we talking about right now? Like, you know, I don't know, man. You got you got to give them some respect. We'll we'll see what happens this weekend, but yeah. Um. So now let's go into Sunday's games. It was defending Super Bowl champs Tampa Bay against L.A., which was one of the hottest teams on offense, and you're like. All right, this could be a really good game. Let's see. Let's see Tom Brady, you know, pull it out. And then they got shellacked for like the first 50 minutes of this game. And it was 27 to three. And then all of a sudden, this furious comeback happens. And next thing you know, it's 27 27. And then the Rams get two major plays with the number one wide receiver in the league, um, Cooper Cup. And they hit a game winning field goal. Yeah. As time expires to knock out Tampa Bay on the road. So this is three road teams in a row. Game winning field goals. Tom Brady's out. My my super NF, NFC Super Bowl pick is out. But um what did you think of this game? Was out of these three games we've discussed so far, was this the best game? Was it like it seemed like it started off as the worst game? Did it end up yeah. being the best out of these three? What what are your thoughts? Oh, def- out of those three, yeah, for sure. It wasn't the best game of the weekend, but it was the best game out of those three. <laughs> um, no, man, like, and obviously, like, I coach defense and stuff, and I'm so I'm a big defensive guy. Like, I just came away, you know, it's weird. So, you got Tom Brady, and me and you talked about Tom Brady. We talked about Belichick, and like, oh, like, there's this fear of Belichick. I don't have a fear of Belichick, but I do have a fear of Tom Brady, right? So, you're going, okay, Tom Brady, he's still in this, he's still, you know, he can come back if anybody can come back. And when they tied that game, I was like, man, Brady did it again. You know what I mean? Like it's over. Like who, and who has faith in, in Matt Stafford like that, right? Like he's never, I don't want to say he's never been in this moment, but he's, you know, he's not, he don't got a lot of experience in this world yeah. with, but with I, playoff I say, football. Um, yeah. To, to interject, he does have a lot of game winning drives when he was with Detroit. Sure. Um, but then again, it was with Detroit, and that was like the only ones they got. <laughs> was it to go to the NFC Championship? No, it was just regular season. Basically, anytime so, they won, it was a game-winning drive. Yeah, I mean, and I like Stafford, dude. I do. Yeah. I, I think Stafford's a good quarterback. But, you know, it's funny because they throw the ball to Cooper Cup, and I'm like, oh, you know, that was a big play. That, that gets them within reach. And then the next play, Cooper Cup's like wide open. And I'm like, how did you not guard Cooper? Like, that's the only person on the team you should be worried about guarding in that situation. Like, not to downplay OBJ or anything, but, like, the dude led the league in catches. I'm pretty sure he led the league in yards. Like, I mean, and he was ridiculous in that game. So how do you not cover him in that situation of all people? And then I, I seen in the press conference after, they were like, he was really just running a clear-out route to, like, clear other guys out. But they blitzed. And when they blitzed, he ended up running down the field wide open. Like, I, I mean, I, that's the part that, like, yeah, they want. I just think the the field goal and all that wasn't as surprising to me as, like, how do you let the best player in their team run down the field wide open with a game on the line? Like, I don't know. It was crazy, man. It was a great game, though. It was a really good game. Yeah. Yeah, the beginning, you're just like, what is Tampa Bay doing? They're getting 
penalty yeah. after penalty. There was guys wide open. They're throwing helmets, yelling at each other. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, man, like, I don't even need to watch this. Right. It was boring and, at first. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I don't know if this is what the Rams DNA is, is getting a lead and blowing it. Cause you know, we just talked about them with the Niners. Right, or was right. this just Tom Brady? Like, I'm not going to lose. And Tampa Bay being the defending champs are like, we got to put something up and just gave it a little bit, a little bit more. But yeah. also the Rams, if they weren't scoring, they were fumbling the ball. <laughs> like they had four turnovers. Yeah. Cam Akers doesn't normally fumble either, you know? Yeah. So I'll tell you what, though. Again, you got to give credit to the, the like that strip that Sue had, where he reached his. You know, I mean, that was a that was a huge play. So as much as everybody wants to credit like Brady, their defense stepped up, man. And, and both of those times they were like about to score, you know, or they were on good drives. I'm pretty sure the the one they were about to score when he fumbled. And yeah, it was on the one yard line. The Sue strip, I can't remember where they were, but it I mean, was they like were around dry- the round. Yeah, I think it was around the Rams thirty ish. Okay. Yeah, because but I it mean, was like you right know. after they made it, got a field goal, and you're like, "Dang, they're going to get ten points in like yeah, a few minutes." Yeah. But I mean, you know, he he ripped that thing out, and I'm like, "Dude, like big players make big plays." So, yeah. um, yeah, you're right though. I mean, maybe maybe that is their DNA. I mean, I I don't think it's hard to hold it against them because Matthew Stafford wasn't a quarterback then. But even look at the the Super Bowl they were in a couple of years ago, and like when they played the Patriots, and they didn't score, you know, would they have three points? I think they had three points in that Super Bowl or something. Maybe, maybe yeah. 10 at, at most they had 10, but I think it was like three or seven. Um, and they had like the most, like the highest scoring offense in the league, you know, and then they get to the Super Bowl and it's like the moment's too big for them, you know? So I don't know. I'm not, I'm, I can't jump to that conclusion cause I haven't watched enough of their games. Um, but there is something to read in like, them getting these leads and then and then falling apart. So I don't know, man. It'd be interesting to see moving forward. I mean, they can't make that same mistake again because that's how San Francisco beat them a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, so um, going into the last game, we're like, all right, each game is getting better yeah. and getting crazier. There's no way we can have all four games be this exciting over the weekend, right? And yet. The, the Bills and the Chiefs, arguably one of the best playoff games of all time, um, especially those last two minutes. The Chiefs win on a overtime drive to end it. They got possession. They end up doing that. Um, but the last two minutes of that game, I'm just going to recap right here because I have it listed. Um, Gabe, Gabe Davis for the Bills gets a 27-yard pass. With a minute and 54 left, the Bills go up by three. Then Tyreek Hill gets a 64-yard pass 52 seconds later, so they go up by four. Um, CJ, did you watch this live? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I watched that game. All right. What was you thinking once the Bills took the lead and then the Chiefs got it right back with a minute left? Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I never that that was there was still too much time in that situation for me to worry. Um, oh, we haven't got to that weapons. yet. I'm I'm talking about before before yeah. the no 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 a minute left. Up. Even with a minute left, when the Bills took Bills take the lead with a minute left, it's just too much time. You know, like in, in yeah. my in my mind, that's too much time. Um, 
yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. And then, yeah, then the Bills get the ball back with them in the left, march it down. Gabe Davis gets his fourth touchdown of the game with 13 yeah. seconds left. And with 13 seconds left, were you like, it's over? Like, wow, the Bills so, are going. <laughs> here, here's this is this is funny because this was my thought process literally. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I was like, yo, the Bills did it, right? Like, <clears throat> excuse me, I picked the Bills, but I didn't want the Bills to win because they're a division rival. So it was a struggle for me <laughs> because, you know, I've been like pounding the table in here, like, yo, the yeah. Bills are really good, you know? Um, and so I, I thought, like, damn, dude, like, they still got Patrick Mahomes. I was like, but well, it's only 13 seconds. You know what I mean? Like, thir- what can you really do in 13 seconds? And I've seen a lot of, you know, we've seen crazy games with flea flickers and trick plays. And, but I'm like, 13 seconds, bro. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I believe in Patrick Mahomes, but that's just, that's just not enough time. But then I did see right before the kickoff that they still had all three of their timeouts. Or, yeah, or crazy, yeah, right? Yeah. So it was when at I least seen, two. Yeah, I think it was two. It was either two or three. But when I seen they had timeouts, I was like, oh, that changes things because now they can throw the ball in the middle of the field. You know, where like if they just had to play the sideline game, they had no chance. I just because they went back and forth scoring so much, I didn't even realize the Chiefs still had their timeouts. You know, so once I seen the timeouts, I was like, well, stranger things have happened. You know what I mean? Like. And they got dudes over there, man. Like Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and, and Patrick Mahomes got to be like the dude. They got to be the best like trio in football, no questions. Yeah, they uh, they kick a game tying forty nine yard field goal as time expires. And um, what I was crazy about is is why the Bills didn't squib it to give them like eight seconds or something. Like the timeouts, yeah. okay. But it's still going to take five, six seconds to, right. to do a decent play to get for yardage. Yeah. Like, who cares about the timeout? Right now, you just need less time on the clock. And when they kicked it out of the end zone, I was like, all right, well, that was stupid. But I didn't think that they yeah. could <laughs> march down quick enough. <laughs> and then they did and kicked the field goal. And then it goes into overtime, and the Chiefs win the coin toss. What were you thinking? Were you like, it's over? Chiefs, Chiefs won? Or oh yeah. You like? yeah. I thought whoever won the toss was going to win that game. Um, and it, you know, and it's funny cause I seen another random stat that I seen before the game was that like, uh, Josh Allen was like, like he won every coin toss this year or something like that. Every yeah. coin toss he'd been <laughs> in, he had won, you know? So I'm like, ah, oh, well, I guess he's going to win, <laughs> he's going to win this coin toss. Right. Or do you know? And, uh, yeah, I mean, once, once it went overtime, I was like, it, and the Chiefs got it, they're going to win. Even if the Bills would have got it, I thought the Bills were going to win. But, I, you know, I don't think either team – I don't want to take away from offensively what either team does well, but it just was like no defense in that game. You know what I mean? And in both both teams – well, Chiefs don't really have a great defense, but Buffalo actually does have a really good defense. Um, And the Chiefs were – it hurt the Chiefs that Honey Badger was out. So when he got hurt, the middle of the field was just – you know, they couldn't cover the middle of the field. But – yeah, I don't know, man. That they made it look way too easy, you know. Like, and then to me, that was like them emphasizing, like, like watching that. I was like, dude, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. I don't care who they play, you know. Like, it just, it, it was just like watching them work with that 13 seconds left, and then watch them go right down the field, you know, in overtime against one of the best team, defensive teams in football. I was like, dude, this is an exclamation point to me. Like, they're they're gonna win the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. 
Yeah, I was I, like just watching them against the other best team, I think, in football yeah. um, over the weekend and just how quick they are and what and if they're focused and they do what they want, that they can just win against whoever. And I was like, this is might be one of the best teams in the next couple of years, like looking yeah. back at this Chiefs team uh, offensive-wise because they can just do every, anything at any time if they want, if they stay focused. Um, I did the math. We were talking about the over under and we're like, we don't think they can score 54 points Yeah, yeah. in this game. Well, they had 48 up until the last two minutes of this game. Yeah. We were looking okay. So, on that. Yeah. We were looking okay. And these put up <laughs> what, like 75 points. <laughs> yeah. Or so they put up like 20 something points in the last two minutes of this game, which is utterly ridiculous. When you think about just football in general, Right, how many points right. that is in, in a two-minute span. And, yeah, you're just like, yeah. where's the defense? I thought the same thing when um when the coin toss was won by the Chiefs. I was like, it's over. There's no right. way the uh, Bills are getting it back. And now everyone wants the rules changed. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> I was going to ask you what you thought about that. Um, I've heard some different scenarios. But I like – if you score a touchdown, I don't see why we should have – have to give you the ball back like there's an offense and there's a defense yeah and people are like well the offense should get a chance you know, what about the defense the defense is there as well right you know, right um i i heard some decent ideas i don't i think it was either the ravens or the chiefs a couple years ago um one was a kind of clever and it was like all right we we pick where the ball starts from but then you right. get to pick like who starts with the ball? <laughs> I think that was the Ravens. Yeah, it was like that was the Ravens. Thing like that. And yeah. I, yeah, and I was like, well, that's really interesting. Would you pick like the one yard line of the other team? <laughs> right. But then right. they'd be like, oh, well, we get the ball, and then you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah. well. And you did you so, see that the Chiefs actually proposed that both teams get the ball in overtime? They proposed yeah. that four years ago, and nobody agreed. Like every, it was unanimous. Like nobody wanted to do it. So, and I I do like what Josh Allen said. Like, he was just like, hey, man, like, if we would have won, like, I would have been celebrating and like, you know, it is what it is. Like, he's like, I don't think, I don't think the rule needs to change. Like, it is what it is. Like, I give him respect for that. I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of the rule change. Like, even if you go to like a college format, right? Like, Dude, once you get to like four overtimes and five overtime, like it gets all you get like somebody score already. You know what I mean? Like let's just score, get this over with. Um, and I, I agree with you, man. Like defense is part of the game too. So it's like at the end of the day, like you know what, what are we talking about right now? Like I, I like the way they did it. If you score a touchdown, the game's over. If you score a field goal, the other team gets a chance to score. I think that's good. And I'm going to tell you, I actually was confused. So when they, when they kicked the field goal, I was like, wait a second. Like, do both teams get a chance to touch the ball? Like, am I going crazy? Like, I was like, I know they changed the rule a couple of years ago. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's if they score a touchdown, it's over. You know, I had to kind of like, remember, I, I like it the way it is, man. I, I don't think, you know, I, again, we talk about football as like a game of inches and it's a game of bounces. Like sometimes bounce don't go your way. Like, you didn't win the coin toss. You didn't get like, do I feel for uh, Josh Allen? Yeah. I mean, you know, he did everything he could, but at the end of the day, he might've got the ball back and still lost. Like, I mean, you yeah. know, who knows? Yeah. It's, like it's a momentum game. 
Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> what are like you going to say? Yeah, so, um, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I'm not a fan. But if they were going to change the rules, I think instead of doing the coin toss, my two options I would think are you have the kickers do like a 60 yard field goal, and whoever like makes it the farthest, that team starts off with the ball. Yeah, or something like that. Be people are going to complain about a coin toss because it's not in the players. The players don't get a decision on that. Right. And the other thing I was thinking of was, do you remember the XFL? Yep. Yeah. It had both players run into each other in the in the in the middle of the field, and whoever got the ball, that team started. I wouldn't have no, them run into each I've other. I've never seen this. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen this. It's wild. XFL is coming back. The Rock owns it now. Yeah, um, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It, it only lasted like a year, right? Yeah, but it was awesome. So, that, like, they both they had the ball at the 50, and two people started on – or one person on each team started on their end line. And, like, they blew the whistle, and they ran, and whoever got the ball – I think they could fight for it. Whoever, like, possessed the ball, yeah, that team started with the ball. Yeah, but, but if I wouldn't you got Tyree Kill? Yeah, I wouldn't do that in the final. I put two balls – and you go after this ball, you go after that ball, and whoever gets to their ball first, that team can have the ball first. So the Chiefs are winning in overtime anyway. Yeah. Because there's nobody <laughs> running with Tyree Kill. In the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Chiefs are winning every time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm cool with that because it's like, at least you're putting it in, you're using a talent of someone on your team instead of a coin toss. I'm okay with the coin toss, but if people yeah. aren't, then, then I don't see why these wouldn't be solutions. But like you I, said, I like the, the kick the thing. College, you I like, like the kick thing. I like the kick thing you suggested. I don't know about the running thing because, you know, if if Tyreek Hill tweaks his hammy running out to get an <laughs> overtime ball, like the world's going to be in chaos. You know what I mean? Why'd you send Tyreek Hill out there? Like you should put some special teamer out there. Um, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing I could think of. Like a dude just getting hurt just just running for a ball as fast as he can um but i do i think the kick thing would be pretty cool you know and then like if they both make it you just go back further and tell somebody misses um that's different man that's a different way yeah because i mean special teams don't really determine anything and except for you know the ends of games right right um or like these small little points here and there which add up, so make them have the biggest kick of their life just to get the ball in the <laughs> Guys start really going crazy for their kickers. Just You thought Justin Tucker was, like, coveted now. Man, change that rule. <laughs> That's going to be a – yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I do I do like some of the stuff the XFL has done, though, some of their little rule changes. And uh, I even like that thing where you could, instead of onside kicking – you could like I forget exactly how it works, but they had like a uh instead of doing an onside kick, you could try it you could get like a fourth down from like a thirty or twenty five or something, and if you scored, you got the ball back. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um they did some innovative stuff. And honestly, if you look back at the history of like the old XFL, Vince McMahon's like old, old mm-hmm. version a lot of the stuff they do in the NFL now, as far as like the camera and like the wire camera, like a lot of that stuff came from the XFL. Yeah. And I was, I think, I think I saw that ESPN 30 for 30 by the XFL and it was good competition for the NFL. Cause like you said, they brought in all these different angles, and this new perspective that the NFL 
may never even thought of. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. It'd be cool if they can develop that into like a develop developmental league, sort of like the old um, NFL Europe that they used to have like a long time yeah. ago. I mean, something where they get these young guys who are struggling to make teams in and they try new rules and NFL backs it. So it stay. you know what I mean? So it sticks mm-hmm. around and I feel like NFL needs a minor league, but they just won't do it. I, you know, I don't know what the reason is um, for them not doing it, but mm-hmm. clearly last weekend tells you that offensive linemen aren't developing quick enough. Right, because offensive line play in the league is horrible. Um, so, you know, why not get a developmental league and uh, be able to try some of these rules, try these different things, and see how they they work out on a smaller scale before bringing them to the NFL? Yeah. I wonder if they just like the uh, college as their minor leagues because they don't have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. It's a, whole, it's a whole league system that they don't have to worry about. And I don't know. That's it would true, make it but... better. It would make it better if they did have a minor leagues. Yeah, you know, then you take all those college people and you shrink them down to even even less. Right, so talented are and always from the talented. I mean, you could still have you know you still have the NCAA, but mm-hmm. some guys aren't going to make it out of college. You know what I mean? Or and then some guys go to training camp, they make one mistake, that's the end of their career. You know what I mean? Where they, mm-hmm. it's, it's just not. I feel like the NFL didn't give guys enough time to develop. Whether it be quarterbacks, whether it be a lineman, corners, like you know, guys, there there are guys who are all stars in college, who are phenomenal players in college. They come to the league and like first they have a couple bad games and that's it. You know, it's like oh that that dude will never be, you know, anything. There's dudes that the Dolphins have drafted who, you know, they top athletes, great combine times, first round picks, hasn't played in a game. Two, there's a corner two years, drafted him two years ago. He's played in like one game and he didn't even like play that bad. But how do you know what you have if the kid never gets on the field? You know what I mean? So if he's not ready for the NFL, it's cool. Like put together something that he can play in, then the NFL can control it. Then teams still have rights to their players, you know, like, so they don't got to worry about cutting every kid who, who doesn't cut it. Okay. Well, look, you don't make it here, but you're going to take this little $200,000 contract here and, you know, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I think yeah. they need to put something together. I think the NFL Europe was good back in the day. Um, some big, big names who played in the NFL Europe, Kurt Warner, Brent Grimes. You know, there's a lot of guys who like didn't make it and played NFL Europe and then ended up being pro bowl and all pro players. Yeah. I think, I think you will see that in the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, Cause every league is slowly doing it and NBA has done it. They're starting to tweak it. I think the NFL is definitely going to be doing something like that. Not to um, sidetrack us on a rant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could do that for a while. But, um, yeah, let's get into these AFC, NFC championship games. We'll start with the AFC. They play earlier tomorrow. They uh, On Sunday, they play at 3 o'clock. It is the Bengals at the Chiefs. Chiefs are a touchdown favorite. This is Andy Reid's fourth straight AFC championship game. And when I was realizing that when he played the against the Bills last week, because I was like, he has to be the only head coach to have gone to four straight championship games in yeah. both leagues. Yeah, I've seen that. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen that stat. <laughs> yeah, now so far, he's won one Super Bowl. So if he wins this this year, it'll, it'll be two. But I'm like, dang, like, that's impressive. Do you think Wait, he, uh, did, he didn't win a Super Bowl in Philly? 
No, he got to one. No, no, that's right. New England. New England yeah, he right. lost to New England by three. Um, it was kind of 10, and then they, you know, they scored a touchdown late to make it three. But, okay. um, yeah, so what do you think of the Bengals Chiefs? Did the, did the Bengals get to their first Super Bowl in 30 some years, or did the Chiefs get to their third straight? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I guess I got to put some respect on the on the Bengals because I keep playing them for like a fluke and they keep winning. Um, I just don't think it's a good recipe to keep winning, man. Like your quarterback's getting sacked eight or nine times a game. Like I, I give the kid credit. Like their offense, they got a lot of playmakers on offense and the, their defense isn't terrible. Their defense is like 18th in the league or something. They're like kind of middle of the pack. Um, They got guys on offense, man. Like, you know, Joe Mixon, uh, you know, obviously their receivers, all their receivers, uh, Jamar Chase, and you got T. Higgins. Like, they got dudes, man. Like, but defensively, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I can't name four guys on their defense. You know what I mean? And maybe that's just me. Maybe that's my ignorance, but like, I don't, I just don't think it's a winning formula. If you can't protect your quarterback, um, it's only going to take you so far. Now, they beat the Titans with nine sacks. And and a month ago they did beat the Chiefs um, on a game-winning field goal. Yeah, yeah, I've seen uh-huh. that. That means the Chiefs going to come yeah. back wanting to prove a point, man. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard, man. The, the the Chiefs offensively, and don't get me wrong, the Chiefs defense is not that good. <laughs> so, so it, it's it probably will be a shootout regardless uh, because you they kind of got to their the Chiefs defense stinks, um, but. Again, man, Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, like Tyreek Hill, even Harmon, like those dudes are explosive, man. I, like I, I don't know. It just like I said, watching the game, I picked them to not end up back in the. I can't remember. I can't remember who who I said was going to go to the Super Bowl in our very first episode. Maybe it was you, the Chiefs. It was. I think Chiefs. I did pick the Chiefs, you but then, the Chiefs. but then, then last week I switched it to the Bills. Right. Yep. So I mean, I don't know. I think just last week I came away so like. Dude, they're so deadly, and they can they can score whenever they want to. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited to hear what you got to say about it, but I just I can't see the Bengals uh, upsetting the Chiefs. No, I think it'll be a high scoring game, but the Chiefs right now, like their offense is going on all cylinders. I think they put up forty points both games, yeah. forty plus. Like they're just they're just rolling right now. I think they take a lot of that momentum. And bringing it to this game, I mean, in Kansas City, it's tough. It's tough to play in Kansas City, yeah. and and now since they're so close to the Super Bowl again, that's going to be even tougher. And then, like when you they just the way they just beat the Bills, like they're going to have that extra energy of like we got to come out and just pound <laughs> Cincinnati. Right. I, yeah. I think both teams would probably get in the upper twenties. Um, but I think Cincinnati probably tops out around 27, 28, whereas the Chiefs probably get like 42. Yeah, they can score as much be, as they need. Yeah, yeah. Um, the defense is a little bit better on Cincinnati, but you're looking at Mahomes so close to going to the Super Bowl with what they just showed against the Bills, a team that wanted to beat them worse than anything. Yeah. And, and they put up 42 on them. Yeah, I, I know, think and, the Chiefs go for the third straight year. And the Bengals just beating them. You know, I mean, it's it's hard to beat a team twice. You know, it's hard to beat a team two times in the same season. You know, normally 
teams learn quickly from like what worked in that last game. Um, you know, you see that in divisional games. How many divisional teams split all the time? You know, because they play twice. Uh, no matter how bad one team is, they end up splitting because they're just so familiar with each other. And I think it's hard to beat a team twice. Uh, I do think the one thing I will say, I think the game last week was our real Super Bowl. I don't, you know, I don't think a game is going to top that game. This game, the Super Bowl, I think that's the, it's one of the best football games I've ever watched in my life. And uh, yeah. I don't think any of these games are going to top that. But who knows, right? Because yeah. all the exciting games we had last week. But I agree with you. I think Cincinnati has a lower ceiling. Uh, I don't think they can score. As far as points, scoring points is concerned, I don't think they can keep up with the Chiefs. Uh, you know, I think, again, when your quarterback's getting sacked seven, eight, nine times, he may get hurt or you may just ruin a bunch of drives with like third down sacks, you know? So um, if I had to guess, I would say like, I don't know, man, like 42, 31, something like that. Okay. I, you know. So we're, we're thinking roughly about the same on this game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just remember us talking about that Chiefs Bills, and we're like, you know, anytime we get two teams that aren't going to achieve what they did last year, like it's a good game. Right. Like that was the AFC Championship game last year, and now one of them ain't getting to what they did the year before. Yeah. So they got that a little extra edge, and I, I do think that, like you said, that that was probably the best two teams in the NFL. Um, yeah. over the weekend, which kind of was our Super Bowl. But um, there's one team, I think, that could possibly win the Super Bowl and um, besides the Chiefs. And let's get into the NFC Championship game because one of these teams yeah. will be in there with a 50-50 shot. Right. So right. We, we got the Niners at L.A. for the NFC Championship game. The Rams are three-and-a-half-point favorites. They are division rivals. This is the second division rival the Rams are playing in three weeks. Um, the Niners swept them during the during the regular season. Can they go three and zero and get to the champ- get to the Super Bowl for the second time in three years? CJ, I just said it's hard for a team to beat a team twice, let alone three times. <laughs> it has happened though. It has happened though, right? Like. Uh, yeah. Jaguars many, many years ago, 90s, yeah. 90s to that early 2000. Yeah. Jaguars lost the, the Jaguars lost three times to the Titans. That, that was the only team they lost to. They lost three times to the Titans. They lost an AFC championship to the Titans. That was like Eddie George, Steve McNair. Yeah. Um, so it can happen. It's, uh, 49ers gonna have an uphill battle to do that, man. I know, I know they're divisional opponents. I know 49, I think the 49ers have beat, have they beat the Rams like, five out of the last six or it, it's something like that. They've beaten, they've beaten the Rams a lot <laughs> in this rivalry since Kyle Shanahan's been the coach. I seen a weird stat the other day, seven and three, the last 10. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> seven and three, of the last 10. There you go. So um, I don't know, man, it's weird because their offenses are about the same. If you look, which it doesn't seem like it because yeah. 49ers don't seem like they score that many points, but you got the seventh offense versus the ninth offense. Um, San Francisco's defense is a lot better. They have a top three defense. You know, the Rams are in the back end. Um, 
well, not back in kind of middle tier defense. I, I don't know, man. The Rams looked so good last week against Brady and them, but I, th- this is going to be a different game. So, and I was arguing with somebody about that too in the barbershop. I, I think this game is close. Honestly, I think it's close no matter what. Um, I don't see the Rams running away with this. I don't see them winning by 10 points. Like whoever wins this game, it's going to be a field goal. It's going to be, you know, maybe four points, something like that, I think. Yeah, I'm just looking at the past, and it, yeah, it's nine. It doesn't matter where it's played. The Niners seem to have their number. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six in a row they've won. Yeah. And, you know, I wasn't expecting the Niners to be this dominant on the Rams. And I was like, man, this is a different Rams team, but they've lost to them twice. Yeah. Um, so it's like they know exactly what to get when they play LA. Um, now, granted, the last game, I don't know if that was luck or just them needing that victory to get in the playoffs and they just mustered everything they could. Hey, and man. Were that talented. That's football. Um, yeah. The Rams at home, at home to me for LA is not an advantage at all. Right. It's too close, man. Yeah, um, I've also heard like they don't get they don't have a fan base in LA. Right. Yeah, they're still establishing that, you know. Yeah, so they've tried to limit San Francisco Ciscoans. I don't know what you call people from San Francisco, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, they're trying to limit them with tickets so that they actually have a home field advantage. I, I, I think what what you're saying is right. This game is. Probably going to be the closest one of the weekend. I can see either team winning, right. but I think LA, just because they've lost, um, and I'm going to say law of averages, you know, just because they lost both of them this week or this yeah. um, this year to them, that they pull it through and, and get to the Super Bowl. And I think LA, if anybody is going to win the Super Bowl besides Kansas City, I think LA. There's a team to do it, followed by San Francisco, just slightly behind them. But I would prefer to see the Rams offense against the Chiefs offense in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. I, I think, like I said, the stuff I said about the 49ers earlier is like a blessing and a curse, right? Like it's – they're not that entertaining to watch. They're not. They're, they're, they're just like – like I said, they're like a gritty team. Like I said, I didn't even realize their offense was as good as it is because it's just – it doesn't seem like – I guess because they run the ball so much and it's it's jet sweeps and motion stuff. You know, it, do, it doesn't seem as explosive as the the Rams or, or the Bucks or the Chiefs. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I would be less surprised if they won than I would be if the Bengals won um, over the Chiefs. But – I do think the Rams are going to win this game. I don't think you're going to beat a team three times in the same season. Um, like you said, the way their last game went where the Rams were up 20, 21 uh, and then 49ers came back. I, I don't know. Like I said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't gamble on it. I wouldn't bet on this game. No. <laughs> and, I, and I do think it's going to be close, but the Rams did look really good last week. Um they looked really, really good last week. Like that was probably only like the second game this season that I watched like their whole game, um, and I was I was impressed with what I what I seen. So, you know, they got Von Miller, they got Aaron Donald. I mean, they got dudes in the back end. 
hell, I got Weddle out of retirement, uh, you know, doing his thing. So we'll see, man. We'll see. I mean, Sean, Sean Mc, the, the funny part is, and this is something that we didn't talk about, you know, think about Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan have coached together for years or, you know, had coached together for years. So they run similar systems, um, you know, where Kyle's is maybe a little bit more run heavy uh, and Sean McVay's is a little more pass heavy, but that's something not to sleep on. Like they know each other. Well, they came up in the same system. They both coached under his dad. So, I mean, you know, there's something in, in knowing your opponent's tendencies and knowing, you know, knowing what they like to do. So, that's something I didn't even think about that, but that could be a huge play in why he's beaten them so many times. Yeah. I'm 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 thinking for this game, it'll be like twenty four twenty Rams, maybe twenty fourteen, something like that. Um I just I just don't see the, the Rams doing a whole heck of a lot on offense. Or not the Rams, the Niners. Right. Um right. I do I do like all the little rivalries you're bringing up. These are yeah. these are two West Coast teams and we're East Coast people so we pay a little bit less attention. You know, it seems to these teams but like all this stuff's going to come out and it's going to be like, oh like this is going to be like a cool little rivalry for years. Yeah. They both have been to the Super Bowl recently. So it's not like out of the ordinary right. for these teams to be where they are right now. Uh, we just expect, you know, flashier teams from the East Coast or Aaron Rodgers to be there. And we kind of, <laughs> you know, we kind of forget that like, Hey, like there's some good teams out West that we kind of forget about. Like it's been a yeah. while. Like we all keep thinking Seattle is a team to beat out there, but it's not. <laughs> it's LA. It's San Fran. No, I, I, I definitely slept on the 49ers this year. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect the 49 And maybe that's just because of the injuries last year and how they, how they played last year and just not really believing in Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, we didn't even know if Jimmy Garoppolo was going to be the quarterback this year. You know, they went back and forth who was going to play if at one point, you know, the rookie was going to come in. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't want to say, I don't want to say I slept on the Rams, but the Chiefs and the Bucks were like the two best teams and was obvious last year. So I think, you know, maybe some of that carried over into this year. When they did get Matt, Matthew Stafford, I, you know, I was like, okay like we got to take take them serious um but i don't know man it should be a good game i I just a divisional game is so hard to predict because it can go either way it doesn't even matter who which team is the best team at that point i mean if you you know you look like we got the patriots number the bills have our number you know if you look at your division like your division is like teams just go back and one team will be clearly better than everybody else but then like then, you know, Washington beats them, and you're like, dude, Washington's poop. Like, <laughs> so I, I don't know, man. Divisional games are just hard. Um, and it's, it's tricky too, because I, three in a row is tough to do. But then, like, also at the same time, if they beat them six straight, like, you know, how do you bet against that? <laughs> you know, again, we talk law of averages, but it's like, <laughs> that's what people were probably saying after three in a row, you know, like, so, I don't know. It's a tricky game, but I, I think the Rams will win. I think it'll be close, um, but I wouldn't be shocked if if the 49ers won. Uh, and then, you know, we'll be talking about the Super Bowl and we'll be saying the same thing all over again. I don't think the 49ers can hang. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, that's that's yeah. the reality. If they go to the Super Bowl, we'll probably be saying the same thing. Like, ah, I just don't think they can score enough points and somehow they keep finding ways to win. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll see in two weeks. 
Um, that'll What's be our the next. Spread? So What's the spread on this one? This one is three and a half. That sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah, the other one is seven and a half. Seven, seven and a half based on where you go. So, yeah, um, both home teams are favored. Home was not an advantage like it was in the wild card two weeks ago. As a, um, or I'm sorry, the divisional round, home field advantage meant nothing, whereas the wild card, they went five and one. So it should be interesting to see, all right, is home field back again now since there's less teams and there's, you know, and there's a Super Bowl on the line or does home field advantage not really matter in the in the playoffs this year? Um, I think the best both, teams are going to win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're predicting the, uh, the Rams and Chiefs Super Bowl. Should be interesting. Which means LA will get it, will be hosting the Super Bowl. And that's never happened ever until last year when Tampa Bay did it. And then it could happen two years in a row. Like, <laughs> it's funny because I, I seen a reporter like tweeted, like, the Rams are one game away from being the first team in history to play and possibly win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Like, uh, where were you at last year? Because that's <laughs> definitely what happened last year. But. <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild, man. Two years in a row. If if the hosting team makes it a Super Bowl, that'd be crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah, we're gonna try to do a, a few different things for the Super Bowl podcast. We're gonna try to try to make it a big event, kind of like how they do for the Super Bowl. Make it make it big and grandiose. So, um, all you listeners, stay tuned for that. We will not have a Super Bowl episode next week. It'll be a few days before the Super Bowl is when we'll post it. Um, thanks again, CJ, for your insight into the NFL. Yes, thanks for having me. Yep. And uh, thank you all for listening. Again, you can go to info at the podcast on everything.com if you want to email the show. Um, wherever podcasts are hosted, that's where the podcast and everything is and all past episodes are on those. So you can check those out and thanks for,